not only should there be classes taught in every single business school on the planet, but calling Mr. Beast a YouTuber is just like calling Elon Musk a car salesman. Welcome to the Creative Economy Livestream Podcast Show. We're going to talk about one of the most successful, if not the most successful, content creators of all time and what we can learn in this video, what we can learn from this phenomenon of Mr. B so we can apply it to our own content, our own brand, our own business. Make sure you come on back, y'all. It's an impromptu Nez Nation Live. Welcome, welcome everybody to a, another episode. This is a kind of an impromptu live stream right here on uh, the Creator Economy live stream podcast show. I'm your host, Professor Nez, your ambassador to the Creator Economy. And if you're new here, this is a show, this is a channel where we help you monetize your skills, creativity, and experience in the Creator Economy. This is the greatest time to be alive and as somebody who has run multiple business is running multiple businesses has taught business at some of the best business schools in the country for the last i don't know two three decades i have a lot to say about this era i have a lot to say about the creator economy i have a lot to say about this unbelievable impresario this mogul this savant by the name of mr beast and you know, one of the things I want to start off by saying is that the idea that being a YouTuber is, and I'd like to hear from you, let me know in the comments down below. When you hear the adjective, the description, you know, you see it in people's Instagram bio, you see it in their LinkedIn profile bio, you see it on their websites, you see it maybe even on their resume, dare I say, I am a YouTuber, I am a content creator. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Let me know in the comments down below. I'd really, really love to hear from you. Um, I always kind of uh, am a little bit uh, taken aback by people who still doubt these unbelievable platforms, that people still doubt that we're living in the greatest era to be alive right now so that you can communicate your vision, your story without any middle people. That if you're a musician, you don't need to go to RCA. You don't need to go to Capitol Records. You don't need to go to Sony. You can literally go straight to Spotify, SoundCloud, put your stuff out there, create a community, create an audience, go viral perhaps on TikTok and do more, make more impact, make more income than you ever would signing a major record deal. Chance the Rapper really comes to mind with that. If you're a coach, an expert, a consultant, somebody who is really good at solving problems in a specific niche. You don't have to go work for a company. You don't have to go work for an employer. You can literally eliminate the middle person. You don't have to go to, um, you know, rest under the umbrella of some large corporate conglomerate. You can really literally open up your own shop. So, I mean, we're living in the great, and, and the list goes on and on and on, whether you want to go cooking or you want to, your expertise is finance, or you just want, think you're a good entertainer. You think you're a good filmmaker. You like making documentaries. There are no more middle people. That's what the creator economy is about. It's really about boundless opportunities. And I had to go live today. I just absolutely had to, because my son and I were talking about Mr. Beast and we did a lot of research and 
if you're not blown away by this 23-year-old as of this recording and what he's created, and if you listen to what I said at the top of the hour, calling Mr. Beast a YouTuber is like calling Elon Musk a car salesman. You're missing the entire point. I've said it a million times on this channel. YouTube is the mainstream. Instagram is the mainstream. TikTok is the mainstream. And we're going to go over some incredible stats of what I so A lot of people think of Mr. Beast as just a silly guy who does pranks and challenges. A lot of people still don't realize that this guy is like the Howard Hughes. He is the uh, Thomas Edison. He is the, I mean, he's, he's the Henry Ford of our era. I mean, he is, he is the unbelievable trailblazer of this generation and maybe even generations to come. And we're going to dissect. I know exactly why he's so successful. I'm going to share that with you. So make sure you stick around. I'm going to take your questions too. Um, and who knows, I might even bring some people up on stage and have a, a couple of awesome content creators come up and talk about it as well. We're going to have fun. It's Saturday, casual Saturday, if you will. So stick around. Replay viewers, podcast listeners, stick around. Okay, before we get into anything, I want to say hello to Mr. Camera Junkie. Good to see you. Aquarius Wave, AW. Good to see you on LinkedIn. Sharkfin Tech, great to see you. Make sure you smash that thumbs up and share this out. I would really, really appreciate it. You know, I, I'm just going to get through our, our, our kind of sponsors really, really quickly. You guys know, because I want to jump into the content, so stick around. I promise you, if you stick around, not only are you going to understand a little bit more about the creator economy and where you fit in, but you're going to actually have real practical steps on how you can apply the genius of Mr. Beast and what he's created. Um, you know, he's the John Rockefeller, just comes to mind, of our time. He's creating not just videos, he's not just creating fun, entertaining uh, content. He's creating businesses. He's creating jobs. He's creating an empire. You have to understand this. Um, I talk about live streaming. I'm doing live streaming right now. I'm doing an impromptu live stream right now. Live streaming, in my view, in my opinion, especially if you're post 40 and you don't have all the technical wherewithal, you're not into editing, you're not into lighting, you're not into production value, or uh, well, you're into production value, but you just don't have the production wherewithal. Live streaming is the best way to create community, create audience, create impact, which in turn creates income. We're going to use Mr. Beast as a perfect example. Um, and it's a great way to engage directly with your audience. And I'm telling you right now, because I've been live streaming since 1575 for a very long time, I've tried every single software. I've tried every single download company, organization, platform you can imagine. And the best is StreamYard. I'm using StreamYard right now. And if you go in the link in the description or the pin comment or the link in the show notes, podcast listeners, you'll find a link where you can get a free trial. Nez, how do you do the ticket taper? Nez, how do you bring all these comments up? George Ryman, good to see you over on LinkedIn. How do you how do you do that? I don't even know how you do that. Nano's in the house. Good to see you. How do you do that? Shark Fin Tech, my boy Shark Fin Tech is in the house. How do you go live in multiple destinations? Right now, I'm live on um, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitch, and Twitter. 
Well, I'm doing that by using StreamYard and this is browser based. What that means is you don't have to download anything. And with my link in the description, in the pinned comment, you don't even have to put in a credit card. You literally sign up and you can start going live. Try it out. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe you're like, Nez, you know what? I tried it. It's not for me. That's fine. You don't have, there's no strings. You know how at most free trials, they make you put in a credit card because they hope that you forget. And when the free trial's over, they just automatically charge your card with my link. You don't need that. I also get your messages, Nez. You talk about the creator economy. Nez, you talk about creating content. Um, you know, you're always doing live streaming, video content, podcast content. What kind of gear and tools do you use? What kind of lighting do you use? What kind of camera do you use? Where do you store your content? What kind of um, cables, uh, um, gimbals, etc., tripods? Everything can be found over at my very own Amazon storefront. As an Amazon influencer, I am able to create my very own Amazon storefront. And over there, everything is nicely organized, easy to click and buy whatever you need, budget-friendly. Go to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Professor Nez, and you'll find everything there. Links in the description and link in the show notes. I want to screen share really fast because when we're talking about Mr. Beast, AL's in the house. Good to see you, AL. AL's in the house. I love it. So good to see you, AL. Great to see the Nez Nation family in the house. Um, so many people, you know, the title of this show or this stream is, you know, why Mr. B should be taught in every business school on the planet. I want to just share this really quickly. You know, I've been running businesses since I was 10 years old. I had a paperboy business back in Indiana before any of you guys were even born. Uh, before time itself was really born. <laughs> That's how long ago it was. Um, and I was making really good money for those days. I think I was making like 10 bucks a week, which is huge in those days. Um, and, you know, I've ran a catering business. Uh, I helped my mom start her leather shoe business in the 90s, which is still around today. And YouTube running online businesses, especially my YouTube business, which is really the engine for a lot of my other businesses, is the hardest thing I've ever done on the planet. And so why I think Mr. Beast should be taught in every business school on the planet is because what you're learning in those business schools right now, 99.99% of it is theoretical, outdated, and antiquated. It's a lot of theory. It's a lot of um, tried uh, uh, and dated and out of touch, um, completely irrelevant to the modern marketplace, economical supply and demand, um, business principles and business theory. A lot of it has absolutely nothing to do with the real world. Believe me, I've been doing it forever. I've been teaching it forever. Do you know how many places I mean, almost like a little kid um, being called into the principal's office. I, um, you know, I can't tell you how many meetings I've had with deans who've said to me, Nez, why are you talking about, why are you talking about Facebook Live? You know, Facebook Live, I was one of the very first um, Facebook Live talk shows in 2016 when it first came out. 
way back in the day 2016 seems like 20 years ago and um i i used to talk about it in my classes i talked about snapchat in my classes i talked about instagram stories i talked about youtube communicating in the modern video storytelling ecosystem in the online ecosystem um and i can't tell you how many deans called me into their office and said i hear you're talking about you know facebook live i hear you're talking about instagram you know you're not teaching a social media class they don't get it that's it's the same thing let me know in the comments especially replay viewers live viewers let me know in the comments how many times people have scoffed at you i have a youtube channel or scoffed at you oh i'm just posting an instagram story or i'm just a, they don't get it they don't understand that when I'm teaching a business writing course, for example, if I'm not talking about YouTube, I'm doing my kids a disservice. If I'm teaching a class on business networking, business communications, and I'm not talking about Clubhouse or audio uh, Twitter spaces or Spotify Live, I'm doing my students a disservice. They lump it all into this category of social media of, oh, YouTube, you, like, Jimmy Kimmel just recently. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel, probably the most asinine lack of forethought, lack of intelligent comment I've ever heard, reduced YouTube to just a place where we go tranquilize our children. YouTube's not a real advertising platform. YouTube's not a real. There's still people in 2022 that have no clue. They don't understand this. Mr. Beast who his main channel has almost a hundred million subscribers has more subscribers. If he was a separate independent streaming company has more subscribers than Netflix and Disney combined. Think about that. Let that sink in. Some other things I want to, I want to, I want to share with you too. Yes, I am. I'm live tomorrow as well. Tomorrow, you do not want to miss this. Tomorrow, hey, Shards of Gaming, good to see you. Tomorrow is going to be a passive income masterclass. Those of you watching on the replay, listening on the replay, it's already posted. Go check it out. It's phenomenal. You're going to learn everything about passive income. 23 vetted, highly researched passive income ideas that are no BS, no coconuts and yachts, real ways for you to make true passive income. So yeah, make sure you're uh, here tomorrow, uh, AL. Yes, well said. If you don't talk about YouTube in business school, you're doing it wrong. I couldn't agree more. And so let me let me share this with you. So this is um, Mr. Beast, his main channel. He's got almost 100 million subscribers. But he doesn't just have one channel. He's got multiple channels. This is just on YouTube, too. Think about Facebook. I think TikTok, he's over 36 million followers on TikTok. Um, his Instagram, I don't even know what his Instagram is. It's got to be way up there in the hundreds of, uh, you know, in the, in the tens of millions. Uh, but check this out. Look at all of these channels that mr beast has he's got mr beast gaming mr beast shorts has 13.2 million beast philanthropy has 8.23 million 
His Mr. Beast gaming channel has 27 million subscribers. I mean, his side channels, most YouTubers, okay? Most YouTubers would absolutely die to have the, 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 the amount of impact that his side channels have. This is what got our son and I talking. His Mr. Beast in Espanol um, has tw almost 20 million. I love this uh, page, by the way. This is, um, this is this awesome. Look at this. His gaming Espanol channel. Um, this is May 7th, so it probably has more than that. Just past 4 million subscribers. Um, if you look at some of these statistics... It's just absolutely insane. His shorts channel alone has 13.2 million subscribers. And you guys know, because we've been talking about this, that he, you know, shorts is a really big thing, right? We've been talking about this. I said this and it's coming true. See, everything I talk about, it comes true. You need to become an insider. It's absolutely free. Make sure you join our newsletter. Make sure you become a VIP of the Nez Nation fam. Go become an insider. ProfessorNez.com forward slash insider in the pinned comments and in the show notes. Or just go to ProfessorNez.com forward slash insider. It's completely free and you get all the latest updated new brand new state of the art breaking news. Everything you need to know about monetizing in the creator economy. I talked about this a year ago. I talked about this a year ago that short form content is going to take over that short form content is going to blow up. It's the greatest opportunity. People are making full-time businesses just on starting a shorts channel, just on TikTok, just on Instagram reels, Facebook reels. Well, the announcement came out recently. YouTube is experimenting with putting ads on shorts because they're losing revenue. You know why they're losing revenue? Because majority 35 billion views a day coming from shorts. Shorts is taking away from long form content. The only way YouTube makes money and sells advertising is through long form content. Well, guess what? They're losing revenue because most of the views now are at least a good chunk of them are leaning towards short form content. So, it was bound to happen, and I talked about this a year ago, putting ads on shorts, Facebook, putting ads on reels, Instagram, putting ads on reels, TikTok, introducing 10-minute videos. TikTok is going to do the same thing. TikTok is adding ads to TikToks. So if Mr. Beast, let's go back to this um, awesome graph here. If Mr. Beast has 13.2 million, and that's, that can't be, it's already, that, that's May 6th. It's probably got even, like, he probably has 14.2 now. If Mr. Beast's shorts channel has 13.2 million subscribers, and he's able to turn monetization on those shorts, how much do you think? And that's probably, I can't imagine the amount of views he's getting on that shorts channel. As a matter of fact... I'm going to do this. I'm going to go look at his um, his shorts channel right now. I'm going to go look at Mr. Beat's short channel and see how much 
how many views he's getting a month and we can i can tell you exactly how much he could potentially make so the channelytics here he's getting 59 million views in the last 30 days 59 million views in the last 30 days for his shorts channel every one of those channels is a business and now i hear he's going to be doing a an amazing his his squid game video got more views than the actual show itself that he was parroting he has mr beast burger which is a thriving almost like drop shipping hamburgers he has feastables which relates to what i was just about to say he's going to be doing a willy wonka-esque video that's so grand in scale it's got like hollywood production value and the same amount of investment in a hollywood production calling mr beast just a youtuber is like saying john rockefeller uh uh is, is like saying john rockefeller you know or is like saying jp morgan uh uh had a bank in his name it's like saying elon musk is a car salesman i mean you're missing the point so all those channels he even i mean i watched his espanol channel he hired his spanish channel has professional spanish latino actors and actresses who are dubbing his characters playing the characters with dramatic impact and dramatic effect it's such high production value it's just high quality think of the genius other youtubers are following suit now you know i mean if joe rogan had a spotify think about this right think about where else you could apply this uh, this philosophy to right wwe had a spanish channel which they probably do actually right the wwe is a huge youtube channel huge following um joe rogan put his podcast in spanish his video podcast actually hired uh you know really good actors and actresses i mean can you imagine the possibilities other youtubers are starting to see the value logan paul other huge youtubers mark rober they're starting to see the value in that man maybe i should he's got channel let's go back to that one i mean it's that's just the the tip of the iceberg look at this you guys look at how crazy this is his beast reacts in espanol just passed um hold on a second let me uh let me go back here his beast reacts channel just passed 17 million his beast reacts in spanish just passed 5 million there isn't a youtuber on planet earth in our native tongue in their native tongue that wouldn't kill to have 5 million uh subscribers right let's go back to that um let's go back to that list his twitter followers over 14 million let's go back to that uh, mr beast gaming just passed 27 million subscribers let's go back to that list where is it let me see where did i find it uh it's got to be here somewhere did i miss it or did i already pass it 
Uh, it was a list of all the channels. Let's see. His shorts channel, 13 million. Uh, you know what? I might have already passed it. I don't even know what language this is. Beast Reacts, is that Russian? I think that's Russian. 400,000. Philanthropy, 8 million. I mean, it's insane. This is an awesome account. His Brazil account just passed 4 million. Okay, so you get the point, right? You get the point. Good to see you, Walter Weyburn. Great to see you. Sharkfin, it's great to see you. Sharkfin says, it's comically ironic with Fallon because NBC's YouTube channel absolutely makes them dollars. Isn't that amazing? Absolutely it does. Yeah, Fallon's channel passed 20 million, uh, I think, subscribers. 30 million, right. That's, I mean, Kimmel has no clue what he's talking about. It's just like, it's always like that. All the radio people said TV was going to be a fad, right? Um, all the silent film actors said that talkie films are going to be a fad. It, uh, it just, it just, it's always like that. The old guard is very resistant to change. It's people like Chaplin, right? People like Orson Welles, people who understood that adapting. I mean, I'm looking at people like, you know, Matthew McConaughey starting a YouTube channel. Um, people understanding that I need to adapt. I need to adapt. If I don't adapt, you know the consequence of that. So what is it? Let me know in the comments. What makes Mr. Beast successful? Why is he so successful? Why should he be taught in every single business school on planet Earth? Not Earth, Earth. <laughs> Why is he the most successful content creator in the history of content creation? I'd love to hear from you. Let me know in the comments. I know why he's successful. I know exactly why. I'm going to share with you so that you can um, hopefully apply this so we can all learn from Mr. Beast. I would highly recommend if you haven't listened to it, there is a phenomenal, uh, there's an absolutely phenomenal interview with Mr. Beast, Jimmy Donaldson on uh the joe rogan podcast recently uh not that long ago maybe two three weeks ago maybe a month ago i think i talked about this in previous streams um but it's a phenomenal insight into jimmy's brain and he talks about youtube he talks about content creation he talks about retention he talks about views he talks about what makes an amazing video go viral I mean, he talks about all those things and it's just a phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal interview. I highly recommend you go check that out. If you haven't seen that, I'll leave a link in the description. Um, maybe you can go check that out, but I mean, it's very simple. If you just, you know, just Google Rogan, Mr. Beast, I mean, it'll come up on the first page. Um, I want to hear from you. Yeah, Nano, I totally agree. Mr. Beast is going to surpass PewDiePie. Oh, easily, easily. He's already at what, 95 million? I think he's already at 95 million. Um, so he's he's only, he's not that far away from passing PewDiePie. It's going to happen. It's going to totally happen. Yeah, so his Russian channel, his Russian channel just passed 3 million, it looks like, if I'm seeing that correctly. 
His Russian channel just passed 3 million. Now, view to ad rep, just on AdSense alone, never mind the real way you make money on YouTube through, you know, uh, um, through, you know, having some kind of um, service, product, digital, physical um, brand sponsorships. I mean, Mr. Beast gets six figure, probably he should be getting seven figure, probably brand deals, especially on his main channel. Um, he's paying for all of the cost of his videos through his brand sponsorship. You see how he's investing everything back in the channel. This is a good lesson. The first reason why Mr. Beast is the most successful content creator of all time is he does not think about making money. Now, before you flip your lid and before you say, Nez, you're contradicting yourself because you talk about monetizing in the creator economy, listen to this, hear me out. Of course, Mr. Beast wants to make money. Of course, Mr. Beast, uh, you know, it's very imperative. He has employees. He's got probably hundreds of employees now, if not more. His videos now cost it seven multiple six, seven figure. Of course, he needs to make money, but it's not the aim of why he does it. It's not the aim of every single video. He's not thinking with monetary glasses through a monetary lens. He's not just thinking about that. He's thinking about something more important, which actually leads to more monetization, which actually leads to more Monet. George Ryman says from LinkedIn, good to see you, George. It's a generational thing, an early adapter to the technology. Like most successful business entrepreneurs, he got in early, setting the example, and continues to adapt. Yep. But there's plenty of people who've got in early on YouTube, and they don't have anywhere near the success of Mr. Beast. I think you're right. There is something to be said for early adoption, but that's not even... Um, I wouldn't even say that's in the top five reasons why he's so uh, popular. Here comes... Wow, the record is broken. I think I had a record. I think I had a record, didn't I, uh, uh, Luis? I think I had a record of going with a certain amount of live streams. What was my record? Anybody know? The record is broken. I just sneezed. I just sneezed. Sharkfin says, I would guess that Mr. Beast content purpose, audience, and message are all in near perfect alignment. You've been paying attention, sir. You have been paying attention, sir. I'm so proud of you. Look at that. Sharkfin paying close attention to the actual live stream and actually learning a thing or two. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know how many, I don't know how many, I don't know how many records that is. Records are meant to be broken. <laughs> So it's, it's not just that he was an early adopter. I do agree, George, that being an early adopter and understanding technology, but I'm going to say yes to both George and Sharkfin, but here's why. And let me know, replay viewers, podcast listeners, let me know in the comments. Here's why Mr. Beast is the most successful YouTuber of all time, successful content creator of all time. And this is why... Mr. Beast should be taught in every single business class on planet Earth. Number one is obsession. He's obsessed. 
he's been known to say this every, you know, in every interview, I think I can recall. The moment he wakes up, the moment he goes to sleep, he thinks about YouTube. He thinks, eats, sleeps, and breathes YouTube and content creation. I can relate to that. From the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, of course, I. it's not to say you're, you know, um, it's not to say that you you uh, are some kind of a, I almost want to say the word, but I'm afraid I'm going to get demonetized. But, you know, uh, you're, 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 you're healthily, it's a healthy obsession. Let's put it that way. Um, it's not that you're, you're, you're sacrificing other things, you know, important things like family and friends, but you are sacrificing things that get in the way of that, such as maybe going to the bar that night with your friends or, you know, maybe watching an extra hour of Netflix or, you know, it's not to say that you're not doing other things, but his obsession with wanting to be the best he can be wanting to be the greatest YouTuber he can be, which in turn has led to, you know, it really governs all of his decisions, whether to publish a video or not, whether to pursue a video idea or not, whether to pursue a business endeavor or not, everything is focused around creating the best content possible for his viewers. He's obsessed with that obsession. I've said this many times on this channel, find something that electrifies you, not something you love because that's so bumper stickery. Do what you love. So bumper stickery and love fades, right? What electrifies you? What consumes you? What lights fire in your chest? That's your purpose. Your purpose is something that, you know, should be the lens that you look through when you're pursuing any endeavor, business, professional, whatever, what gives you purpose. And so his obsession, and this guy is, I mean, capital O obsessed. He doesn't think about money. Money's not his North Star. Of course, he makes a ton of money. He understands the importance of money, but money is not his North Star. He obsesses over creating the best videos imaginable. And he's very, very hard on himself. He's very, very critical. And he scrutinizes everything before he hits publish. I mean, everything from how many characters does the title have to what color coordination is in the thumbnail to the first five seconds, the first three seconds, the first 30 seconds of the video he obsesses over that stuff. I can relate to that because I feel the same exact way. Hey, Super Dave, good to see you, man. Long time no see, brother. Happy Saturday. Great to see you. Yes, thank you, Shards. You're absolutely right. I'm obsessed with that. I am absolutely obsessed with that. Well said, AL. Well said. Love that. And he thinks about YouTube like a business. It's not just for kicks and giggles. Of course, he loves doing it. Of course, he's having a ton of fun, but he set up all these systems and processes where he can earn enough money to invest back in the channel to scale and grow. He's not out there. Here's this the, another thing, reason why he's successful. 
And you look at Zuckerberg, you look at Bill Gates, you look at Elon Musk, you look at Steve Jobs. I could go on and on. They all follow this. He doesn't spend his money on extravagant, lavish, materialistic things. He doesn't even care about any of that stuff. He doesn't care about having a $6,000 watch. He doesn't care about having a $2 million Lambo. That doesn't excite him. He invests everything back into his channels, into his business. And by, by thinking that way, thinking more like a business rather than a, um, a spender, a consumer, somebody who, um, not a consumer, but just somebody who just wants to reap the benefits, okay, of, of their content business and, you know, wasteful spending. He doesn't think like that. He doesn't think like that at all. He understands that if I spend $250,000 on a car, a boat, you know, a house, $3 million on a needless uh, uh, expenditure, he's taking away money from growing and scaling and putting high production value, high quality into his craft, into his obsession, into his art. Believe it or not, but there's a lot of people watching this right now. It might be you. There's a lot of people listening to this right now. It might be you whose only aim is to keep up with the Joneses, whose only aim is to, you know, have that fruity pineapple drink in front of that yacht, pineapples and yachts. A lot of you guys are thinking pineapples and yachts. And look, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that this is why I think Mr. Beast is successful. And, you know, it'll be very rare that you ever see Professor Nez in something so lavish and extravagant and material where I could have just as easily got something else at exorbitantly lower cost that does pretty much the same thing. I'm not saying don't, don't enjoy yourself. I'm not saying don't enjoy your life. You only get one shot at this thing, as far as I know. And, you know, it goes pretty fast. Enjoy your life. Enjoy the finer things. Enjoy nice things. But I don't think if most of you guys are here, most of you guys are watching this because you want to create impact, which leads to income. You want to create a business. You want to create self-sustaining income streams through your content, through your brand, okay? Through your thought leadership. So you can take care of yourself and your families. In the process of doing that is a long, arduous, yearly, long-term endeavor. And if you're spending more than you're earning, or you're spending just to keep up, keeping up with the Joneses, you're going to find yourself reaching those goals is going to be a lot more tenuous and a lot more difficult. I'll take questions uh, at the end here. I will I will definitely take your questions uh, later. So feel free to ask questions. Leave your questions in the comments. Replay viewers, podcast listeners, there's a questionnaire form in the show notes in the description. Leave your question in there. I might answer your question live on the air. So make sure that you uh, leave your question there if you're watching and listening to this after the fact. So shards, hopefully you'll stick around. 
and uh, I'd love to uh, I'd love to answer all your questions because it's going to be it's going to be something worth it. I guarantee you, especially to not only yourself but to other people listening and hopefully replay viewers. If you're just joining us, we're talking about why I believe Mr. Beast should be taught in every single university and business school on planet Earth. He is the most successful content creator of all time. It's going to be really hard to find anybody who comes close. I'm your boy, Nez. Uh, I am your ambassador to the creator economy, helping you monetize your experience, skills, and creativity in the creator economy. Hey, good to see you, Lalo. Lalo in the house. Good to see you, man. Welcome. Lalo Racer. So make sure if you're coming in, just uh, hit that big thumbs up. I'd, I'd really, really appreciate it. So what did we talk about? We talked about, man, I can't believe 59 million views just on his shorts channel alone. Holy macadamia nut. So we talked about obsession. We talked about having a business mindset. Okay. What else can we learn from the greatest content creator that ever lived? that can help us, that can inform us, that we can implement for our strategy. Well, he thinks really, really big. He doesn't think small. Um, he thinks big. How can we be bigger and better? Not just do the same video over and over and over again. How can we do more? How can we eke out just a little bit more, make it a little bit more grandiose or grander in scale, a little more powerful, a little more interesting, a little more. He's always trying to get better. He never, ever gets complacent. I mean, I don't think complacency is in Mr. Beast's vocabulary and it shouldn't be in yours either, Nez Nation. If you want to succeed, if you want to truly monetize in the greater economy, the minute that you think you made it, there's an old saying, you know, I'm an old dude. <laughs> I'm an old dude. The minute you think you made it, the minute you think you can just finally go, oh, okay, everything's chill. I can just sit and coast. The minute you stop learning, the minute you stop innovating, to me, it's like a shark that decides to stop swimming. And you know what happens when a shark stops moving? It's bad boogie, right? So what I love about Beast and how we can utilize that and what we can learn from that for our own content creation, for our own content businesses, he never, ever rests. He never, ever thinks he's made it. He's never, ever satisfied. He's never, ever. Well, we've got the proven formula. It's over. Now we can just, you know, basically put it on autopilot. He doesn't believe in autopilot. He's constantly trying to innovate. He's constantly trying to pay attention to what other people are doing. He's constantly paying attention to the viewer analytics, average view duration, retention, click-through rate, constantly being hard on himself, constantly challenging himself, constantly surrounding himself with people who tell him the truth. People who tell him, hey, you know what? Um, I don't think that last video or, hey, you know, I would have done this title thumbnail. I would have done this in the first 30 seconds. You know, that ending over there, you didn't really give him that punch. 
He's constantly trying. What I call, I call it an eternal learner mindset. Always trying to get better. Always trying to learn. That's key. Give me a hashtag yeah in the chat right now if that makes sense. What else? What else can we learn from this unbelievable guru, this unbelievable savant, this unbelievable, just remarkable content creator who's changing the game, who's absolutely changing the game? Hundred thousand subscribers gained in one day on Mr. Beast, his main channel. So he's got double digits on one, two, three, four channels. He's got double digits. Main channel, his gaming channel, his Beast Reacts, and his shorts. His philanthropy and his Mr. Beast 2 is probably gonna follow suit. He's got double figures on his Espanol channel. His gaming channel in Espanol is growing. His Beast Reacts channel has 5 million. Look at that. He just started a Mr. Beast in Arabic channel, which has a thousand subscribers. Uh, he has no videos on that channel yet. There's zero videos on that channel. There's already a thousand subscribers. <laughs> How amazing is that? He doesn't even have any videos on that channel yet. Just phenomenal. Hey, George Fisher, good to see you, my friend. Please hit that thumbs up. We'd greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're getting value from this, uh, we would love it. It would only take you a second. So please uh, pop that thumbs up. It would really mean a lot to us. The guy understands business. The guy understands, <coughs> excuse me, the guy understands audience development which is the number one thing you need to understand for being a content creator. Most content creators, another reason why Mr. Beast should be taught in every business school on the planet. If you don't have customers, you don't have a business. If you don't have clients, you don't have an agency. You don't have a business. If you don't have people who come to your restaurant, and enjoy the food and tell their friends and share, you know, cool pictures of their meals on Instagram, you don't have a restaurant. If you don't have a thriving, engaged audience, you don't have a YouTube channel. If you don't have a thriving, engaged community and audience, you have zero leverage with brand deals, sponsorships, advertisers, AdSense money, pretty much every revenue you can stream you can imagine. So the reason Mr. B should be taught in every business school is because he's the master. He does what every content creator should do, which is thinks zero about himself and thinks all about, you know, he literally will go through an entire video. And if there's one microsecond that's not interesting, he'll cut it out. Most of you don't do this. Most of you, when you're editing your videos, when you're editing your podcast, when you're editing your blog or whatever, you know, this is what we used to call when I used to teach writing courses, I used to teach creative writing and business writing courses. We used to call this, um, we used to call this the, um, 
not the curse of knowledge, but, uh, you know, people, writers and authors get married to their lines too much. And they're so impressed by themselves and so impressed with their writing that the last thing they think about is, is this beneficial to the story? Is this beneficial to the audience? Does this add or detract from the narrative? Editing is probably the greatest art when it comes to being a video content creator or a YouTuber. I mean, with anything really, writing, uh, podcasting, um, you know, blogging, editing is absolutely instrumental. How many of you are able to take that little scalpel, that fine scalpel, and cut out all the unnecessary fat and just leave the good stuff? There's probably nobody better than Mr. Beast. This guy will literally show it to four or five people that he trusts, creators, and if they tell him you should cut this and that, he usually listens. He will really, he really has an open mind and he wants to make sure. I mean, watch the first 10 seconds of any Mr. Beast video and tell me how much care, how much attention is put on the viewer, on keeping the viewer engaged, keeping the viewer you know, uh, retaining that attention, respecting that attention. Can you do that for your own content? Some of you, uh, some of my clients even are watching and listening to this. I'm shocked because I've told them a million times, you got to cut out the first minute. The first minute is garbage. It has nothing to do with the viewer. It has everything to do with you promoting yourself. And then I go back and I pay attention. I follow up and I watch their content. And they're still doing the same thing. And then they come back to me and say, Nez, I got zero subscribers. Nez, I got zero growth. Nobody's watching my videos, but they're so good. According to who? You? Or according to the viewer? So if the one thing I know Mr. Beast does and what all of us really need to take heed of that all of us need to embrace we've got to pay attention to what if anything has little to do with or does not add to the viewer experience if it doesn't add and you got to really identify who that viewer is you got to identify what makes good content on that specific platform what makes good content on TikTok? what makes good content on youtube on instagram on linkedin on facebook etc Platform dynamics. Every audience is different on every platform. This takes time. This takes research. This takes failure. Failure is an unbelievable teacher. Don't get that twisted, y'all. Failure is a fantastic teacher. This is just the beginning, too. I mean, Mr. Beast is just, he's only 23 years old. I mean, I think about that, and look at me. I, I'm breaking my mic. I'm just so unbelievably blown away by that. The guy's only 23. How many 23-year-olds we have in the comments right now? Give me a hashtag me. I guarantee you will see little to none. 23, and he is a multi-business, successful uh, mogul. He has a YouTube empire. He doesn't have a business. He has an empire. 
It's just absolutely phenomenal. At 23 years old, he thinks like a business. He thinks about the viewer. He's obsessed with creating the best content that he can possibly create with each and every video. He's always trying to learn. He has an eternal learner mindset. He's always trying to get better with every video. These are the essential ingredients of any business owner, of any content creator, period. If there's anything I'm missing, let me know in the comments down below. I'd love to hear from you. Is there anything that I'm missing? Hey, Nez, you forgot to mention this. Hey, Nez, you should have said this because Mr. Beast also does this. I'd love to hear you. I love turning the comments section into a wildly uh, enthralling, stimulating community chat. We've got some of the greatest. We've got the greatest online community on planet Earth here at Nez Nation. Because you don't just get me who's been doing business since father time, you know, who's been doing business for decades, but you get unbelievable content creators, business owners, executives, professionals, podcasters, live streamers. Look at all these amazing people in the chat right now. Dave Cooper just showed up. Holy macadamia nut. <laughs> That's right, Dave, you and me both times two plus five. <laughs> We're in the same boat, Dave. <laughs> hey, I don't have all this gray hair for nothing. <laughs> Usually it's because of my kids. Hello. <laughs> uh, my kids put every gray hair on my head. That's what they did. They put every gray hair on my head. Holy mackerel. Don't even get me started. Good to see you, Dave. I hope everything's well. Hope uh, the Cooper uh, clan is doing phenomenal. If you're just joining us, we're talking about why Mr. Beast should be taught in every business school on planet Earth. Why he is the perfect example of running multiple content creation businesses. You know, what it really, really takes to run uh, an online business, a content creation business, and really any business for that matter. <laughs> when did I have the beard? Did I ever have the beard? Or was that just me being lazy and not shaving? Anthony says, how many people want Nez to bring back the beard? <laughs> That's funny. Thank you so much, Dave. I really appreciate that. I'd love to hear from you. Replay viewers, live viewers, podcast listeners. Let me know. Let me know if there's anything that we forgot, if there's anything that we should have added. Um, I mean, the really, the one that sticks with me before we get out of here is obsession. Obsessed with the best quality. Obsessed with creating the best videos. Obsessed with thinking about the viewer. Obsessed with getting better. Obsessed. This is not something that you can manufacture. This is not something that you can uh, fabricate. You have to discover this. What electrifies you? Talk about that. Are you, are you obsessed with food? Are you obsessed with cooking? Are you obsessed with travel? Are you obsessed with, you know, entertaining people, making people laugh? Are you obsessed with inspiring people? 
Are you obsessed with the business world and, and, and understanding what makes businesses work? Are you obsessed with marketing? Are you obsessed with finance, investing, crypto? What are you what electrifies you? Create a channel around that obsession. And then you need to obsess just as hard on the viewer, on the audience, on the community. If you do that, that's the really the one that comes to mind. There's a couple of other things we talked about, but that's the real quality. That's the component that Mr. Beast has that nobody else has. That really stands out to me how he's turned a YouTube channel into an empire worthy of competing and even surpassing media conglomerates and giants in the industry, especially in traditional media. I love this Aquarius wave. Good to see you says Mr. Beast and other creators do not allow the noise perception of others to stop them from clicking post. Oh, I love that. So true. Most people judge themselves before ever taking action. Well said Aquarius wave. I couldn't have said it better myself. That's fantastic. I love the way you said that. Yes. Get yourself out of your own way. Imposter syndrome. That dude inside your head who says you suck, you can't, you can't do this, you can't do that. That is probably the ultimate impediment. That's probably the ultimate adversary of every content creator. Um, because being a content creator, think of the words there, content, but creator, creator is the real kind of optimal word there. To be a good creator, you need to be sensitive to the times sensitive to the needs, wants, desires of others, otherwise known as your audience. And that sensitivity can have, there's a dark side to that coin, that sensitivity, where we can be affected by even the littlest comment or the littlest doubt seed in our own minds. Because to be a great creator, you must be sensitive. But there's a, there's a double-edged sword there. Right. So well said, Aquarius. I love the way you said that. Absolutely fantastic. Love it. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, guys, don't forget. Thank you, uh, Dave. Don't forget on tomorrow's live stream. This is our weekly live stream that we do every single Sunday, 930 a.m. Pacific, 1230 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be talking about real passive income in 2022, 23 ideas. And I'm going to talk to you about what that really entails. The truth, highly vetted, highly researched, backed by evidence. What are the best passive income ideas and how you can implement them? True passive income. Let's make some money in the creator economy. So if you haven't already, make sure you become an insider because that's almost your guarantee. Even if you sometimes click subscribe, you hit the bell notifications, you turn on all notifications, you know how these platforms work. Sometimes you just never know, you never get notified. Like, well, Nez, I hit the bell. I missed your live. Or I missed your podcast. I missed your content about making money on Facebook, making money on LinkedIn. I missed all of that. This is your bulletproof way of not missing anything. So become an insider right now. Go to professorness.com forward slash insider. There's a link in the pinned comment. There's also a link in the description. 
It takes you two seconds and it's absolutely free. We never share your email. We never bombard you with spam. I absolutely despise spam more than anything. Uh, most of you guys who are in the insider uh, membership, which is free, okay, know that I don't bombard your email. So why not become an insider so you can learn how to monetize your skills, creativity, and experience in the creator economy? This is the greatest time to be alive. I'm your ambassador to the creator economy. So make sure you become an insider. Make sure you uh, are there on Sunday, okay, tomorrow, as of this recording. If you're listening and watching this in the past or in the future, <laughs> Doc, Doc, you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? I lost it there for a second. If you're watching this in the future, <laughs> that show is already probably posted, so make sure you check it out. It's going to be phenomenal. How do I know, even though I haven't recorded it yet? Because I know, I know these things. I was a gypsy in my past life and I can see the future. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, again, make sure you become an insider and um, I hope to see you guys tomorrow. We're going to talk all about passive income. Okay. We're going to talk all about passive income and how you can implement that for yourself on behalf of the entire Nez Nation audience. This is your boy Nez saying, have a wonderful day. I'll see you guys soon.